In one way, we think a great deal too much of the atomic bomb. How are we to live in an atomic age? I am tempted to reply, why as you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year, or as you would have lived in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night, or indeed as you are already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, in an age of motor accidents. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb was invented. And quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. We have indeed one great advantage over our ancestors, anesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all but a certainty. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things, praying working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting with friends over a pint in a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs that may break our bodies. A microbe can do that, but they need not dominate our minds. Good morning. Leadership Lion Podcast, Episode 10, uh, Current Speed. 81 miles an hour. I have found it a little more difficult not to speed uh, this last week. I must uh, typically just follow the vehicle right in front of me. But now that there are less people on the road, less people at work, uh, typically there's not a vehicle in front of me. So it's pretty easy to look down and be going, you know, 85 miles an hour plus. So need to do a better job of putting it on cruise control so I don't get arrested so the National Guard doesn't pull me over and put me in some military prison for speeding that first part I had to just uh, read that there was no chance that I was going to remember that or memorize it so um Remember that this whole thing is is recorded during my commute to work, and so I thought it would be better that I just read that. But let's dive into that. So that was written in 1948 by C.S. Lewis, and you know I didn't live through the times, but uh, just from the text, it sounds like that there was a lot of fear. Uh, in the time about the atomic bomb and people were probably losing their minds a lot like today you know hey how do we live what do we do in this time so I think it's interesting that he just you know he just says hey death is inevitable 
know, he says, don't, don't walk around saying, hey, what are we going to do? Woe is me. You know, because of this age of atomic bomb or, you know, insert coronavirus. You know, what are we going to do in this age of coronavirus? You know, hey, it could kill me. And he just says that, Just because science has added one more way to die, to the list of ways to die, hey, death was inevitable. And he says, hey, at least we have anesthetics now. And he says, also he says uh, that even then, hey, too often people are, are quick to say, to think that their situation is is uh, original that they're the first persons to to go through something like they're going through and you know he says hey people have been here before you know the plague used to come every year Vikings there used to be the threat of Vikings or barbarians coming to kill you in the night you know, what, what we're going through, what they were going through at that time in 1948 is, uh, you know, something that, you know, people have always dealt with threats, you know, existential threats to their, to their safety and to their health and their well-being. And he says, you know, you are going to die. We're all going to die. And, you know, the average guy doesn't want to have it happen today. But hey, let's realize that we are going to die. And just because there's been... Science has classified another way that that could happen. So be it. And it goes on at the end. Uh, you know, hey, if, if it's going to happen, if the bombs are going to come, if death is going to come, if death is going to find us, you know, let it find us doing everyday things let it, let it find us in a, a good state of mind not cowering and waiting for it to come but saying okay you know it could come it could come you know I could die from an atomic bomb this year I could get in a car wreck this morning on the way to work and die today. Yeah, I could die from coronavirus. All true. But if it is going to come, you know, let it come when we are living our lives and doing the day-to-day things. You know, right now, living our lives is a little bit more difficult because of the restrictions put in place on us, the quarantines, the lockdowns, which I called, by the way. Um, you know, the, the, the shelter in place, the stay home, stay safe directives that have been given throughout this country uh, by the governors and stuff. You know, living our day-to-day lives is, is different this week than it was last week or the week before. But there's still, you know, 
know, a way forward for us to to be Americans, to live our lives in a way, you know, not in fear, but in, in you know, doing the things that we need to do on a day in and day out, on a daily basis. And I think that's important for right now, just for us to, to kind of uh, hold on to and remember that, uh, You know, death is inevitable, and you know, just because there's a, a new way classified for us to die, we cannot lose our minds and panic. We all have a responsibility and a job to do. Some of us don't have a job to do, literally, um, because of the shutdown. But you know. Beyond work, we all have a job to do in this society, in our families, um, in our communities. And there's leadership opportunities. There's opportunities for us to to you know lead in the face of crisis in our families, in our churches, and with our neighbors. So I think just embrace that. Embrace that. Yeah. death will come, so be it, but uh, we do have an opportunity and a responsibility uh, to lead in spite of it, so it's a good, a good mindset to hold on to, a good mindset to have when the media is, is pushing pushing the media is selling fear right now and they are literally making their living off of people's fears with the coronavirus and I don't think that is healthy for us long term as this thing draws on and people are isolated they're at home and They've been pulled from their normal routines, their normal social interactions at the gym, at school, at work, and just at the store. And, you know, going to going out with friends and doing those things, all that's been taken from us. It's given us, it's made us isolated. And the media is absolutely uh, playing into those fears because that's what sells right now. I said it before that you know every headline is coronavirus, and I get caught up in it. And I I want to I want to read the news and figure out what's going on, and I skim the headlines. And it's almost a sense of hey, if it's not about coronavirus, hey, why why is it in the news right now? I get caught up in it too, but I think you know just collectively let's step back and you know realize that death is inevitable and nobody wants to go today but when it comes it comes so be it let's be responsible do the things we need to do to uh, combat this virus but uh, 
know, live your lives. Even if that is in, in an altered sense right now, the, the, the things that you can do and we're allowed to do, um, we can still live our lives boldly without fear in, in the face or in light of this, the times we live in. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, death is inevitable. It may come today. It may come at the ripe age of 100 for you. And over the last few months, science has defined one more way for you to die. Okay. So be it. Be responsible, do the things we need to do to keep ourselves, our families, and our communities safe with social distancing, uh, washing our hands, etc. But let's live our lives and look for those opportunities to provide leadership to your family and to your neighbors and to your communities. Okay, drive safe and Lord bless.